باب زکات الغنم Now we're going to look at zakat on sheep. Now remember that ghanam, this includes both sheep and goats. Okay, this is together one category. The nisab for sheep, remember that when it comes to the conditions of zakat on sheep, same conditions as we learned earlier. All right, that the owner is Muslim, so on and so forth. The animals must be grazing on pasture without human intervention, not working animals. I don't know if sheep and goats goats are used for work, but uh, they shouldn't be working animals. And of course, there is a nisab. What is the nisab? The minimum number of sheep that a person must have? Forty. Okay. For camels, it was what? Five. For sheep, it is forty. Okay. Now, when it comes to zakat on sheep, you have on your handout on the next page, between 40 and 120, how much zakat is supposed to be given? It is one sheep. Either a sheep or a goat. If it's a sheep, then the sheep has to be a one-year-old sheep. And that is called a shat jadara. And if it's a goat, then it has to be a thaniya, which is a two-year-old goat. All right. So what does that show? Can a lamb be given in zakat? No. Can a very old sheep be given? No. And if it's more than 121 or 121 and above, up until 200, then two sheep are due. Okay. Between 201 to 399, three shat. For 400, four shat. For 500 and up, on every multiple of 100, one shat. So for 500, how many sheep? Five. For 600, six. For 700, seven. And so on and so forth. Okay. What about 750? Seven. What about 650? Six. What about 675? Six. So you always round down. Okay? You don't round up, you always round down. Same thing for camels. What is the hadith here? حدثنا محمد بن عبد الله بن المثنى الأنصاري قال حدثني أبي قال حدثني سمامة بن عبد الله بن أنس أن أنس حدثه أن أبا بكر رضي الله عنه كتب له هذا الكتاب. Anas radiallahu anhu reported that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu sent him this letter لما وجهه إلى البحرين when he sent him to Bahrain as the governor. What was in the letter? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In the name of Allah, the most merciful, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. هذه فريضة الصدقة التي فرض رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم على المسلمين. This is the obligation of zakat which The Messenger وسلم, obligated on the Muslims, meaning this is a law that he taught us, alright, and this is what the Muslims are to observe. And this is the same law that Allah commanded his Messenger of. فَمَنْ سُؤِلَهَا مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ عَلَى وَجْهِهَا فَلْيُعْطِيهَا So whoever is asked, whoever of the Muslims is asked to pay the correct amount should pay it. وَمَنْ سُئِلَ فَوْقَهَا فَلَا يُعْطِي And the one who is asked for more than that should not pay it. What does this mean? What does this mean? Pardon? Yes, no bribes. And also you have to follow the law strictly. And just because a zakat collector is asking you for more, 
It doesn't mean that you give extra. You have to give what you're supposed to give according to the law. Don't change the law under pressure. Follow the law. You see the responsibilities on who? On the Muslims. On the giver of zakat. That you should also give the right amount of zakat. So what is the law? The law is في أربعين وعشرين من الإبل فما دونها من الغنم من كل خمس شاتن. For twenty-four camels or less, for each five, one sheep. Have we done this? Yes, we've done this. Okay. إذا بلغت خمسا وعشرين إلى خمس وثلاثين ففيها بنت مخاض أنثى. If the number reaches 25 up to 35, then a female bint makhad is due. This is also something that we have covered in the table. فَإِذَا بَلَغَتْ سِتَّا وَثَلَاثِينَ إِلَىٰ خَمْسٍ وَأَرْبَعِينَ فَفِيهَا بِنْتُ لَبُونٍ أُنْسَىٰ If the number reaches 36 up to 45, then a female bint laboon is due. فَإِذَا بَلَغَتْ سِتَّا وَأَرْبَعِينَ إِلَىٰ سِتِّينَ فَفِيهَا حِقَّةٌ طَرُوقَةُ الْجَمَلِ If the number reaches 46 up to 60, then a hiqqa is due. فَإِذَا بَلَغَتْ وَاحِدَةً وَسِتِّينَ إِلَىٰ خَمْسٍ وَسَبْعِينَ فَفِيهَا جَذَعَ If the number reaches 61 up to 75, then a jadha is due. فَإِذَا بَلَغَتْ يَعْنِي سِتَّن وَسَبْعِينَ إِلَىٰ تِسْعِينَ فَفِيهَا بِنْتَا لَبُونٍ If the number reaches 76 up to 90, then two bint laboon are due. فَإِذَا بَلَغَتْ إِحْدَى وَتِسْعِينَ إِلَىٰ عِشْرِينَ وَمِئَةٍ فَفِيهَا حِقَّتَانِ طَرُوقَةَ الْجَمَلِ If the number reaches 91 up to 120, then two حِقَّ are due. فَإِذَا زَادَتْ عَلَىٰ عِشْرِينَ وَمِئَةٍ فَفِي كُلِّ أَرْبَعِينَ بِنْتُ لَبُونٍ وَفِي كُلِّ خَمْسِينَ حِقَّةٌ If there are more than 120, then for every 40 a bint laboon is due and for every 50 a حِقَّة Whoever has no more than four camels does not have to pay zakat on them unless their owner wants to give. So he's not required to give zakat unless he wants to give. So this is an encouragement. فَإِذَا بَلَغَتْ خَمْسَ مِنَ الْإِبِلْ فَفِيهَا شَاتْ When the camels reach five in number, a sheep is owed for them. وَفِي صَدَقَةِ الْغَنَمِ Now, this is of relevance. When it comes to zakat on ghanam, fi sa'imatiha, on sa'ima, the sa'ima among the, the ghanam. What are sa'ima? Sa'ima are grazing sheep. Okay? Those that go for pasture, for grazing. The feed is not brought to them, rather they go out in the fields for pasture. So when it comes to sheep, إِذَا كَانَتْ أَرْبَعِينَ إِلَىٰ عِشْرِينَ وَمِئَةٍ شَاتٌ From 40 to 100, it is how many? One sheep. So again we see here from the wording, the word سَائِمَ shows very clearly that the livestock has to go for pasture. Alright? For grazing. Not fed with fodder, but they go for grazing. What about if... The animals are such that for half the year they go for pasture. For the other half, food is brought to them. Because it's winter, it's too cold, the animals cannot go out. Then what? Again, no zakat is due. However, if 
for most of the year for most of the year the animals go out to eat meaning they go out and pasture freely for most of the year and for let's say a month or two then the food is brought or sometimes their food is supplemented then in that case zakat is due okay so you have to see that what is the majority of the food if they're mainly going for pasture then zakat is due but if half the time or more than half the time food is being brought to them then no zakat is due and this is only fair all right look at how just and fair and beautiful our deen is that really no person is burdened with more than what they can bear because if a person has these animals and he's buying food for them and then giving them food and then cleaning and doing so much work he's barely making ends meet right and then if on top of that he has to give zakat also it can be very difficult فَإِذَا زَادَتْ عَلَىٰ عِشْرِينَ وَمِئَةٍ إِلَىٰ مِئَتَيْنِ شَاتَانٍ If there are between 120 and 200, it is two sheep. فَإِذَا زَادَتْ عَلَىٰ مِئَتَيْنِ إِلَىٰ ثَلَاثِ مِئَةٍ فَفِيهَا ثَلَاثِ If there are between 200 and 300, it is three. فَإِذَا زَادَتْ عَلَىٰ ثَلَاثِ مِئَةٍ فَفِي كُلِّ مِئَةٍ شَاتٌ If there are more than 300, it is one sheep for every 100. فَإِذَا كَانَتْ سَائِمَةُ الرَّجُلِ نَاقِصَةً If a person has one less than 40 sheep, meaning he has 39, فَلَيْسَ فِيهَا صَدَقَةً And he's not supposed to give zakat. إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ رَبُّهَا Unless their owner wants. The word Rabb here means owner. Rabb does not mean Lord, as in Allah. Rabb literally means, in the Arabic language, Rabb is owner. See, the thing is, that even if you have you know, a flock that you take regularly for grazing outside, you know. There will always be a day or two where you might have to bring food. You must have seen on Eid, you know, people buy their goats and stuff. I remember as a child, we would take the goats out and they would eat freely, but then they would also get their food in the house. So you have to supplement that, right? It must be done. So if a person has a huge flock and then for most of the year they're going out to eat, But then every now and then he has to bring food, all right? Or just for that duration where there is no food, for that time he has to bring food, then zakat is due. Because this is not a matter of, you know, either you're fully giving them fodder or you're fully taking them out for pasture. It's somewhere in between. وَفِي الرِّقَةِ رُبْعُ الْعُشْرِ For riqa, riqa meaning silver, Rub'ul Ushr, one fortieth. What does that mean? What is one fortieth? Pardon? 2.5%. So on silver, how much zakat is due? 2.5%. That's the amount. فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ إِلَّا تِسْعِينَ وَمِئَةً فَلَيْسَ فِيهَا شَيْءٍ If the amount is only 190, meaning dirham, then there is nothing owed. إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ رَبُّهَا Unless its owner wishes. Now, what does it mean by this? Remember that nisab for silver is 200 dirham. That's the nisab for silver. So for less than 200 dirham, is there zakat? There is no zakat. So we see this very clear that when it comes to the actual amount of property, so zakat is only due when that property reaches that amount or it is more than it. 
if it is less than that amount, then no zakat is due. When it comes to the nature of that property, then there may be some differences. باب لا تؤخذ في الصدقة هريمة ولا ذات عوار ولا تيس إلا ما شاء المصدق. Now here is the issue about what kind of sheep should be given in zakat. Whether it is being given as zakat for camels or it is being given as zakat for sheep. Okay, so what kind of sheep should be given? لا تؤخذ في الصدقة. It should not be taken in zakat. What should not be taken? Harima. A harima should not be taken. What is harima? Harima is very old. So old that the teeth have fallen off. Wala dhatu awarin. Nor dhatu awar should be taken. What is dhatu awar? Meaning defective. So a sheep with defects. What kind of defects? Like a serious defect, like that. That really affects its value. It's sick, for example. It's sick. Or, let's say, amputated, right? Or has some physical deformity. So, that awar, one with defects, will not be taken. Wala taysun. Taysun is a ram, a male, male sheep. Even that will not be taken. Which means only a female sheep will be taken. Illa masha al musaddiq. Unless the musaddiq wishes. Meaning unless the musaddiq, meaning the zakat collector, wishes to take it. Meaning why would the zakat collector wish to do so? Because he feels like it will be better for the poor. Why it cannot, why a male goat or a ram cannot be given a zakat? Because many times a person will have one or two rams and the rest are all female. Right? So if the male goes and his flock will not grow, it will not increase. Of course, this is to create ease for the person who's giving the zakat. But if, for example, if the person only has male animals, then yes, it would be easy for him to give one of the males as zakat. And of course, the zakat collector has to see what is best for the poor. حدثنا محمد بن عبد الله قال حدثني أبي قال حدثني سمامة أن أنس رضي الله عنه حدثه أن أبا بكر رضي الله عنه كتب له الصدقة التي أمر الله رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم. So the same narration that Anas رضي الله عنه reported that Abu Bakr رضي الله عنه wrote to him the law of zakat which Allah سبحانه وتعالى commanded his messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم of and in that law was also that ولا يخرج في الصدقة هرمة ولا ذات عوار ولا تيس إلا ما شاء المصدق that neither an old animal one with the defect, nor a ram is taken as zakat unless the zakat collector wishes to do so. And why would the zakat collector wish? Because there's some benefit for the poor or ease for the giver. Good. Remember that when it comes to counting the animals for zakat, then the young, the old, the sick, the healthy, all are counted. Even the young ones are counted. The babies are also counted. But they will not be given in zakat. Actually, let's look at the next bab. Bab akhdil anaqi fi sadaqa. Taking a young goat as zakat. Now, anaq is a young, a very small goat. Basically, four months old. Now, 
a four-month-old goat is very small, right? Or lamb is very small. And this animal is considered to be that awar. It's actually faulty. Why is it defective? Because it's too young. You understand? It's defective because it is too young. But what if all or most of a person's flock is such animals? What if all or most of his flock is such animals? Then can he give one of those babies? Yes, he can. Okay, and what's the evidence? The evidence is, حدثنا أبو اليمان أخبرنا شعيب عن الزهري حا وقال الليث حدثني عبد الرحمن بن خالد عن ابن شهاب عن عبيد الله بن عبد الله بن عتبة ابن مسعود أن أبا هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال أبو بكر رضي الله عنه أبو بكر رضي الله عنه said والله by Allah لو منعوني if they refuse to give me عناقا a small baby goat كانوا يؤدونها إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم which they used to give previously to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم لقاتلتهم على منعها I would fight them for withholding it قال عمر رضي الله عنه عمر رضي الله عنه said when I heard this فما هو إلا أن رأيت أن الله شرح صدر أبي بكر رضي الله عنه بالقتال that is when I knew that Allah had opened the heart of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, meaning he was very clear about this to wage this particular war. فَعَرَفْتُ أَنَّهُ الْحَقِّ And I knew that he was right. This is, remember when the Prophet ﷺ passed away, there were several tribes who refused to give zakat. Alright? Who refused to give zakat. And when they refused to give zakat, this was basically rejecting one of the pillars of Islam. So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu had to make a very difficult decision. If he would allow them that, okay, fine, don't give zakat, then what would happen? Exactly, everybody would stop. And they would be falling short in one of the main pillars of Islam. Their Islam would be incomplete, right? So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, and remember that their refusal to give zakat was not just, oh, I'm not going to do this thing of Islam anymore. Their refusal to give zakat was basically rejecting the authority of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu and also rejecting Islam in a way. So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu decided to wage war against them. And this was the wars of Ridda. Alright, the wars against the apostates. And remember that at that time, all of these tribes, you know, leaving Islam wasn't just a, you know, a small thing. Their leaving Islam meant a revolt. Alright? They were planning to attack Medina. And remember that this was a time when many people even claimed to be prophets, false prophets. So people were greedy for power. So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu said over here that he was going to wage war and Umar radiallahu anhu opposed him. That how can you do that? How can you fight these people if they say that they believe? Then we just have to accept it. But Abu Bakr anhu responded that if they withhold anaq, anaq is what a baby goat, which they used to give in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, but they refuse to give it now, I will still wage war against them. So this is why Imam Bukhari is bringing this hadith over here that they gave anaq at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
Some explain this hadith saying that what Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu meant was this was basically like an exaggeration or a hyperbole, like a very strong statement that even if they withhold like the smallest thing, I'm going to take this very seriously. And from this, however, we also learn that an anaq can be given as zakat if all or most of a person's flock is of young goats. So, so far, what do we learn? What kind of sheep should be given as zakat? Okay, one-year-old and? Okay, or two-year-old goat, right? And what about its characteristics? It's female, healthy, it should not be defective, and it should not be very old, right? So an ideal sheep would be female, one-year-old, right? Healthy. And of course, in exceptional situations, allowances will be made. Like, for example, a person is not able to give a female sheep or the poor need a male. Or, for example, there is benefit in giving the anaq. Okay. Yes. This was not said by Rasulullah. He was referenced as in his time. It was said by the Bukhara. Yes. This becomes a hadith because it mentions something about the Prophet ﷺ, which is that they used to give anaq to the Messenger of Allah ﷺ. You understand? So this shows that the Prophet ﷺ would allow people to give anaq as zakat. So this is something about him, a detail about the Prophet's life ﷺ. Bab la tu'khadu karaimu amwal nasi fi sadaqa. لا تؤخذوا, it should not be taken, karaimu, the best of, amwal nas the properties of people, fi sadaqah, in zakat. Meaning zakat should not be taken from people's most prized property. What should be taken as zakat? The average. Okay, the average. So for example, a person has to give, let's say, two sheep as zakat. And his child loves a certain sheep. And the zakat collector says, that is the sheep that you have to give. You understand? That's not fair. Or for example, I mean, he can take another sheep. Why that sheep that the child is so attached to? For example. Or for instance, a person has, he has to give two sheep. And let's say three of his sheep are a very high you know, quality. I don't know how sheep quality is determined, but let's say their wool and their breed and everything else is of, you know, very high quality. So the zakat collector says, give me two of those. Again, that's not fair, right? That out of all the 50 sheep, those three are the best and the zakat collector is taking two out of the three best ones. So that's not exactly fair. So what should be taken? The average. So remember that through this, there is no oppression. Through this principle, there is no oppression, neither against the wealthy nor against the poor. The rights of the poor are preserved by ensuring that the defective animals are not being given. And the rights of the rich are also preserved by ensuring that the best of what they have is not taken. حدثنا أمية بن بسطام حدثنا يزيد بن زريع حدثنا روح بن القاسم عن إسماعيل بن أمية عن يحيى بن عبد الله بن صيفي عن أبي معبد عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لما بعث معاذ رضي الله عنه على اليمن 
When the Prophet ﷺ sent Mu'adh radiallahu anhu to Yemen, قَالَ He said, إِنَّكَ تَقْدَمُ عَلَى قَوْمٍ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ Indeed, you are going to a people who are uh, people of the book. فَلْيَكُنْ أَوَّلَ مَا تَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَيْهِ عِبَادَةُ اللَّهِ So the first thing that you should call people to should be to worship Allah alone. Remember that here, majority of the people where Mu'adh radiallahu anhu was being sent to Yemen. right? And in Yemen, there were Christians. So why was Mu'adh radiallahu anhu being sent over there as a governor? All right, because these people had accepted. You see, at that time, people survived by making alliances. Or people survived by ensuring that they were on good terms with a certain king or a ruler. So there were even Arab tribes that lived closer to the north. So because they were closer to the Romans, they had alliances with the Romans. So these people of Yemen, they didn't accept Islam, but they made alliances with the Prophet ﷺ. And that meant that the Muslims would rule them. Now, what happens is that a Muslim gives zakat. Correct? A Muslim gives zakat and like that, wealth is circulated. But if there is a Christian, for example, living over here in Yemen where Mu'adh radiallahu anhu is ruling, that Christian is not giving zakat, right? So what is he going to give? He's going to give the jizya. Now look, The Prophet ﷺ is teaching Mu'adh radiallahu anhu to be aware and to be sensitive to where he's going, which people he's going to be dealing with, and how he should invite them. So he says, the first thing you should focus on is that you invite them to the worship of Allah. That we should worship only Allah. That's it. What do we start da'wah with? Alcohol is haram, you know. Or for example... Well, as a Muslim, you have to pray five times a day. And we start with the difficult rules. But we see that here, or even if we want to invite our families closer to the deen, we start with the difficult things. So what is it that the Prophet ﷺ told him to do? Invite them to the worship of Allah alone. فَإِذَا عَرَفُوا اللَّهَ Then when they recognize Allah, that yes, it is only Allah that we should worship. فَأَخْبِرْهُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ فَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ خَمْسَ صَلَوَاتٍ فِي يَوْمِهِمْ وَلَيْلَتِهِمْ Then tell them that Allah has obligated on them five prayers in their day and night. فَإِذَا فَعَلُوا Then when they do that, meaning they start praying five times a day, فَأَخْبِرْهُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ فَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ زَكَاتًا Then tell them that Allah has also obligated on them zakat. Which تُؤْخَذُ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ Which is to be taken from their wealth. وَتُرَدُّ عَلَى فُقَرَائِهِمْ And it is to be given to their poor. Meaning in the same community. فَإِذَا أَطَاعُوا بِهَا فَخُذْ مِنْهُمْ Then when they obey, regarding that, then take it from them. وَتَوَقَّقْ كَرَائِمَ أَمْوَالِ النَّاسِ But avoid people's most prized property. So we see over here, first of all, that the Prophet ﷺ told him to preach how gradually. Step by step. And only tell the next step when the people have become firm on the first. And then we see here, specifically about zakat, that avoid people's most prized property. Why? There isn't just the financial loss, right? There's also the emotional hurt. Exactly. And they'll find it difficult to follow Islam. 
باب ليس فيما دون خمس ذود صدقه there is no zakat due on less than five camels again Imam Bukhari is making it clear here حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف اخبرنا مالك عن محمد بن عبد الرحمن بن ابي صعصعه المازني عن ابيه عن ابي سعيد الخدري رضي الله عنه ان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ليس فيما دون خمسه اوسق من التمر صدقه There is no zakat due on anything less than five wasaq of dates. Inshallah, dates are also coming very soon. Okay, produce we will do soon, inshallah. وَلَيْسَ فِي مَا دُونَ خَمْسِ أَوَاقٍ مِنَ الْوَرِقِ صَدَقَةٍ And there is no zakat due on what is less than five uqiyas of silver. وَلَيْسَ فِي مَا دُونَ خَمْسِ ذَوْدٍ مِنَ الْإِبِلِ صَدَقَةٍ And there is no zakat due on less than five camels. So we learn about Zakat on camels. Here we conclude on, about zakat on camels. Now, bab zakat al-baqar. Zakat that is due on baqar. Baqar, cattle. This includes which animals? The bovine, right? The cows, male, female. There is different types. There is the buffalo, the water buffalo. There is different types of cows, right? So this is zakat on cows. Now remember that the nisab for cattle, same conditions as Conditions for camels and sheep. When it comes to the minimum number, then it is 30. So the nisab for cattle is 30. There is a hadith in uh, Sunan al-Tirmidhi. And that hadith is that for 30 cattle, a tabir or tabira is due. And for every 40, a musinna. What is a tabir or tabira? It is a bovine that is one year old and has entered its second year. All right. And the musinna is that which is two years old. Okay, so how does it work? You have the table in front of you? So for every 30 cows, remember one tabira, and for every 40 cows, one musinna. If a person has 30 to 39 cows, then what does he have to give? One tabira. What if he has 29 cows? No zakat. All right, no sheep, no cow, nothing. If he has 30 to 39, then one tabira. If he has 40 to 59, then one musinna. Tabira, a bovine, meaning a cow, that is one year old, okay, in its second year. And if a person has 60 to 69, then he has to give how many? Two tabira. Now after this, after 69, so 70 and above, what's the rule? The rule is that for every 30 cows, One tabira and for every 40 cows, one musinna. Now again, there could be situations where a person could choose between, you know, how he wants to divide his, his flock or his herd rather. Right? How he wants to divide the herd. So, for example, 120 cows. If he has 120 cows, he can either give four tabira or he can give three musinna. How? 120 cows means what? 40, 40, 40, right? So that's how many? Three musinna. Or it can be four tabira, right? So he has a choice. But again, what will be decided should be in the best interest of the poor and also possible for who? For the person giving the zakat. Very quickly, وَقَالَ أَبُوْ حُمَيْدٍ قَالَ نَبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ In a hadith we learn, لَأَعْرِفَنَّ مَا جَاءَ اللَّهَ رَجُلٌ بِبَقَرَةٍ لَهَا خُوَارٌ 
the Prophet ﷺ said, I would not wish to see a man coming before Allah with a mooing cow. Why would a person come to Allah on the Day of Judgment with a mooing cow? The person was supposed to give that cow in zakat, but he did not give it. So he will bring that cow on the Day of Judgment. And this hadith is very serious, it's very frightening. وَيُقَالَ جُعَارٌ تَجْأَرُونَ تَرْفَعُونَ أَصْوَاتَكُمْ كَمَا تَجْأَرُ الْبَقْرَةِ It will be making a sound. And the sound of the cow is called جُعَار. حدثنا عمر بن حفص بن غياث حدثنا أبي حدثنا الأعمش عن المعرور بن سويد عن أبي ذر رضي الله عنه قال أبو ذر said that انتهيت إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال I went to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he said والذي نفسي بيده by the one in whose hand is my soul أو والذي لا إله غيره or by the one besides whom there is no God أو كما حلف or however that he took an oath meaning the Prophet ﷺ took an oath and then he said ما من رجل تكون له إبل أو بقر أو غنم there is no person who has camels or cows or goats لا يؤدي حقها and he does not give its حق meaning its due zakat what will happen to this person? إِلَّا أُتِيَ بِهَا يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ Except that he will be brought with it on the Day of Judgment. He will come in the resurrection, in the gathering, how? With that animal. And how will that animal be? أَعْظَمَ مَا تَكُونُ وَأَسْمَنَهُ Bigger and fatter than it was in the world. And then this animal, تَطَأُهُ بِأَخْفَافِهَا It will trample him with its hooves. Imagine a camel trampling a person, a cow, a goat, a sheep. وَتَنْطَحُهُ بِقُرُونِهَا And it will gore him with its horns. كُلَّمَا جَازَتْ أُخْرَاهَا رُدَّتْ عَلَيْهِ أُولَاهَا Every time the last one leaves him, the first comes back again. It's like imagine animals stampeding, running back and forth. So they'll be trampling over him, Again and again, hatta yuqda bayna nas until the decree will be made between the people. Meaning, this will happen for the entire duration of the hashr. And how long is the day of judgment? Fifty thousand years. Rawahu bukairun an Abi Salihin an Abi Hurairah radiyallahu anhu an Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So we see over here that Imam Bukhari brings a hadith which mentions very clearly the obligation of zakat on. Baqar. Baqar meaning cows. The exact numbers are not given in this hadith that is found in other ahadiths, but Imam Bukhari did not bring that hadith here for different reasons. All of those reasons is that it does not meet his strong criteria. But he has proven the obligation of zakat on cows. And in general, this hadith is a warning that if zakat is due and a person does not give it, then look at the punishment on the Day of Judgment. This is before Jannah and Nar. This is on the Day of Judgment. There is humiliation in this. There is suffering in this. Wal-Iyadu Billah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the correct understanding and the ability to calculate our zakat correctly and give it properly on time. Subhanakallahum bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.